You learned the two greatest things in life. Never rat on your friends and always keep your mouth shut. Robert De Niro. He's kind of crazy. She's a little insane. Keeping energy really messes with his brain. One is the forest. The other's husband is dead. That's why it's so messed up in the head. It's a Silver Linings Playcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. I'm your host, Jamie Ward, and as far as I know, this is the only podcast solely devoted to talking about Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. That's right. Um, What a special episode we have for you today. Uh, That's right. This is our 100th episode. That's right. Check Check out the episode count. I finally figured out how to keep myself honest on the number. If you go into your app, uh, however you are listening to podcasts, uh, it doesn't matter what number I say it is on the podcast. Um, Last week, uh, it was saying it was the 153rd entry in in our podcast, saying as there was an extra uh, two in one week, and, and one of them was not a full episode, even though a lot of them have not been full episodes. We, we can count them as... Uh, so basically, yeah. This is entry 154. It is part 53 of our special 100-parter, 100th episode. And I'm going to have to figure out what that beeping is. And stop it, because that is annoying. And I don't know if you can hear it on your end, but I can hear it on my end. And it is going to drive me crazy. All right, might be taken care of. Uh, Might not be, but who knows. Anyway, welcome to part 53. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, Got an improv show this evening. By the time this comes out, nobody will have time to listen to this, make the decision to come, and then come, so this is basically me telling you what happened already. Apparently that beeping was not Discord, so we're going to have to turn off some other apps. Let's go see what this one might be. Oh, okay. Uh, Mystery solved. It was the phone connecting and disconnecting to the battery chargers. Not sure. Anyway, okay. It's not important. It's been solved. No more beeping on my end. Hello. Welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast. We've got a very Silver Linings Z Playcasty episode for you this week. Uh, there, there's a lot of local stories, there's a lot of topical stories that we could dive into, but that's not what we are about. We are about the classics, we are about staying true to who we are, um, and also everything else that may exist in reality, and sometimes things that don't, right? So, this week, in the news, um, in the, in the tabloids, in the celebrity gossips, uh, Robert De Niro... Uh, I guess, uh, welcomed his seventh child into existence or or had his seventh baby and he's 79. Um, Now, the reason that this struck me as interesting was that Robert De Niro played Patrizio uh, Solitano in the movie Silver Linings Playbook, which is the movie that this podcast is all about, which got me thinking... Uh, that's, that's funny. Now, Pat, the, the main character, was not the seventh child. I guess he was actually the first out of two. Um, him and his younger brother, Jake, in the book. But it got me thinking, 
what would have happened if um, if the the story of Silver Linings Playbook had happened much younger in life? Now we have discussed that. We have discussed that perhaps they're kids. We've discussed the the juvenile aspect of the characters' psyches in this. We've talked about conspiracy theories, and we've talked about alternate universe uh, Silver Linings Playbooks. But let's let's sort of go into that realm uh, of speculating. But let's let's do it in a much simpler way. I asked our producer, uh, Chat uh, AI, uh, what a story about Silver Linings Playbook would be if it took place with kids, and this is what we were given. So get ready for Kids Silver Linings Playbook. Meet Alex, a ten-year-old boy who has just moved to a new school. He's nervous about making new friends, especially since he doesn't know anyone in his class. But things start looking up when he meets Emma, a spunky and confident girl who takes him under her wing. At first, Alex is hesitant to open up to Emma, but as they spend more time together, he starts to feel comfortable around her. They share their hobbies, play games together, and even start a secret handshake. But one day, things take a turn for the worse when Alex accidentally breaks Emma's favorite toy. Emma is upset and angry, and Alex feels terrible. He doesn't know what to do do to make it up to her. That's when Alex's parents suggest that he write Emma a letter apologizing for what happened. Alex takes their advice and spends a long time crafting the perfect letter. He tells Emma how sorry he is and how much he values their friendship. To Alex's surprise, Emma writes back thanking him for his apology and forgiving him for breaking her toy. She even suggests that they create a new game together using the broken toy pieces. Alex and Emma's friendship grows even stronger as they work on their new game and soon they become inseparable. They learn that even when things don't go as planned, there's always a silver lining to be found. I feel like this didn't actually take the plot of Silver Linings Playbook. I think this just took the phrase Silver Linings and wrote a very generic story. Let's see if we can get an actual more accurate story. Um, Can you write a story like the movie... Silver Linings Playbook, but about kids. Sure, here's Silver Linings Playbook about the kids. We're going to try this again. We'll see if it's the same thing. Meet Max, a 12-year-old boy who loves playing football. Max lives with his parents and his little sister, Lily. Max has been going through a tough time since his parents got divorced and he's been struggling to cope with the changes in life. We're closer now, I think so. One day Max meets Mia. A quirky 11-year-old girl who loves to dance. Okay. Mia is going through a tough time as her parents recently moved to the area and she doesn't know anyone in her new school. Um, That's worded very strangely uh, because that makes it sound like she was already there and her parents moved to a new area. Anyway, Max and Mia become fast friends and start spending a lot of time to get a hold on for just a second. Um, okay, Max and Mia become fast friends and start spending a lot of time together. Max tells Mia about his love for football, and Mia tells Max about her passion for dance. They share their hopes and dreams with each other and support each other through their struggles. Okay? We're we're a lot closer to the movie so far. However, things take a turn for the worse when Max's football coach tells him that he won't be able to play in the championship game due to a broken leg. (laughs) Like, that came as a surprise. Max... Max didn't know he had a broken leg until the coach told him that. 
<laughs> Max is devastated and he doesn't know how to deal with the disappointment. Mia suggests that they enter a local talent competition together. Max is skeptical at first, but Mia convinces him to give it a try. They decide to perform a dance routine. So he can't play football, but he can dance on his broken leg uh, that Mia has been working on. Max is surprised to find... As they prepare for the competition, Max and Mia grow closer and learn to appreciate each other's talent. They also learn that it's okay to try new things, that there's more to life than just football or dance. On the day of the competition, Max and Mia perform their routine flawlessly, and they win first place. Max is thrilled and realizes that winning isn't everything, but the joy of performing and the support of his friends is what really matters. Max and Mia's friendship continues to grow, and they each help each other through the ups and downs of life. They learn that even in the toughest times, there all will there always a silver lining to be found. Now, this one is a lot more controversial to me. I don't know if it is just writing me a silver linings uh, story, because that sort of is like the, the conclusion of all these stories, but this one shared a lot more, a lot more details with the movie. Maybe we should try this one more time. Let's try it. Um, can you write me a Silver Linings playbook story, but it has the characters from Batman? Okay, here we go. Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Batman, has been going through a rough patch since the Joker's latest attack on Gotham City. He's been struggling with anger, anxiety, and insomnia. Despite the support of his local butler, Alfred, Bruce has been feeling lost and disconnected. One day, Bruce meets Selina Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman, a skilled thief with a troubled past. Selina has also been going through a rough patch, having lost her partner in crime, and is trying to turn her life around. Bruce and Selina start to connect over their shared love of Gotham and their mutual respect for each other's abilities. As they spend more time together, Bruce and Selina start to open up about their struggles. Bruce confides in Selina about his fears and anxieties, and Selina shares with Bruce her feelings of guilt and regret about her past actions. Despite their different approaches to life, Bruce and Selina learn to appreciate each other's strengths and weaknesses. They support each other through the tough times and start to see the silver linings in their situations. When the Joker returns to wreak havoc on Gotham, Bruce and Selina team up to take him down. They work together seamlessly, each using their unique skills to foil the Joker's plans. After the dust settles, Bruce and Selina take a moment to reflect on their victory. They realize that even in the darkest times, there's always hope and that they have each other to lean on. Bruce and Selina's bond grow stronger as they continue to fight for justice in Gotham City. They learn that even when things, things seem bleak, there's always a silver lining to be found and that the true strength comes from the support of those around you. Interesting. Again. Wait, but this was actually so close and a very valid Batman story. I mean, it's very generic. Again, it is, it is just... AI pulling from AI, and yet it feels, I feel like it does understand what I'm asking. Let's, let's try this one more time, okay? Can you write me a Silver Linings playbook story, but with dinosaurs? Sure. In a prehistoric era, there lived a Tyrannosaurus named Terry who had been feeling down in the dumps lately. He had been feeling very lonely and disconnected from the other dinosaurs in his pack. 
One day, Terry meets a brontosaurus named Bonnie, who is also feeling down in the dumps. Bonnie had been having a hard time fitting in with the other herbivores and had been feeling left out. Terry and Bonnie start to bond over their shared love of food, and they start to explore the surrounding terrain together. They come across a lush valley filled with delicious fruits and vegetables, and they spend their days feasting and playing together. As they spend more time together, Terry and Bonnie start to open up about their struggles. Terry tells Bonnie about his feelings of isolation, and Bonnie shares her insecurities about her size and strength compared to the other dinosaurs. Despite their differences, Terry and Bonnie learn to appreciate each other's unique qualities. They help each other through their tough times and find joy in each other's company. One day, their peaceful valley is threatened by a massive asteroid headed to Earth. Terry and Bonnie team up with the other dinosaurs to try and stop the asteroid and save their home. After a long, grueling battle, the dinosaurs manage to deflect the asteroid and save their, their, their valley. Um, the grueling valley. Uh, Terry and Bonnie share a moment of triumph and realize that they are not alone in their struggles. They have each, they have each other and support of their fellow dinosaurs. Terry and Bonnie's friendship continues to grow, and they help each other through the ups and downs of life. They learn that even in the toughest of times, there's always a silver lining to be found. I really want to know what kind of battle dinosaurs would do to keep um, an asteroid from hitting Earth. Let's try this one more time. Can you write a silver linings playbook version with the peanuts? Charlie Brown has been going through a rough, rough patch lately. He's feeling down and defeated after years of failed attempts to fly his kite, win a baseball game, and impress the little red-haired girl. Despite the support of his loyal dog, Snoopy, Charlie Brown has been feeling lost and disconnected. One day, Charlie Brown meets Lucy, who's been feeling down in the dumps. Lucy has been struggling with her own insecurities and feelings of inadequacy. Charlie Brown and Lucy start to connect over their shared love of peanuts and their mutual respect for each other's quirks. They spend their days exploring the neighborhood, talking about life and sharing their hopes and dreams. As they spend more time together, Charlie Brown and Lucy start to open up about their struggles. Charlie Brown tells Lucy about his fears of failure and rejection, and Lucy shares her struggles with feeling left out and unimportant. <clears throat> Despite their different personalities, Charlie Brown and Lucy learn to appreciate each other's strengths and weaknesses. They support each other through tough times and start to see the silver linings in their situation. When the neighborhood is threatened by a storm, Charlie Brown and Lucy team up to help prepare for the worst. They work together to secure their home and protect their loved ones. After the storm passes, Charlie Brown and Lucy take a moment to reflect their victories, and they realize that even in the dark... Okay, so I've, I've got the formula that it's using the Silver Linings Playbook. This is actually making me wonder, okay, uh, can you write a version of the, of the perfect storm but with characters from the Silver Linings playbook. Okay, this is the perfect storm, but with characters from the Silver Linings playbook. This is a different way. After getting his life back on track, Pat Solitano decides to take a fishing trip with his friend Danny. They join a crew of experienced fishermen, including... Captain Jake Taylor, who is known for his ability to catch the biggest fish in the ocean. Despite some initial doubts from the crew, Pat and Danny quickly prove themselves to be valuable members of the team. They work hard to catch fish and earn respect to their fellow crew members. As they sail further into the ocean, the weather starts to take a turn for the worse. 
The skies darken and the waves grow higher and the winds pick up speed. The crew knows they need to go back to shore quickly, but they are too far out to turn back. As the storm intensifies, the crew faces one challenge after another. The boat is battered by waves and their equipment is put to the test. The crew works together to keep the boat afloat and to try to ride out the storm, despite their best efforts. The storm proves too much for them. The boat is hit by a massive wave and the crew is thrown overboard. Pat and Danny struggle to stay afloat with raging waters, but they're quickly losing strength. Captain Jake, who has been separated from the rest of the crew, manages to find them and help them stay alive until help arrives. Three men are rescued by a passing boat and brought back to the shore. They've lost all their catch and suffered significant damage to the boat, <clears throat> and they're grateful to be alive. As they recover from their ordeal, Pat, Danny, and Captain Jake reflect on their experience. They realize that even in the face of the most daunting challenges, they can find strength in each other and overcome the odds. In the end, they come out of the storm with a newfound appreciation for the fragility of life and the importance of human connection. They know they'll never have, they'll always have each other to lean on, no matter what challenges they may face in the future. This is fascinating. All right. Can you write me a Ghostbusters story, but with the characters from the Silver Linings playbook? Sure. Okay, this is Ghostbusters with the characters from Silver Linings playbook. After being released from a mental institution, Pat Solitano becomes obsessed with the paranormal. <laughs> These are better than what I was writing when I was writing my own uh, Silver Linings Playbook fan fiction. After being released from a mental institution, Pat Solitano becomes obsessed with the paranormal. He spends his days reading books on ghosts, poltergeists, and other supernatural phenomena. Despite his family's concerns, Pat is convinced that he can use his knowledge to help people in need. One day, Pat meets a group of paranormal investigators who call themselves the Ghostbusters. The group is made up of former scientists and engineers who were fired from their jobs and decided to start their own ghost-catching business. Pat is fascinated by the Ghostbusters and their technology. He convinces them to take him on as an apprentice and soon becomes an integral part of the team. Along with the other Ghostbusters, including Danny and Tiffany, Pat goes on a series of missions to catch ghosts that are causing chaos around the city. As they investigate more and more cases, Ghostbusters start to realize that there's a sinister force behind the recent uptick in ghost activity. They discover that a powerful entity known as the Shadow Man is using ghosts to try and take over the city. With the help of Pat's knowledge in the supernatural, his unwavering determination, the Ghostbusters work together to take down the Shadow Man and his ghost army. They put their skills and equipment to the test in the final showdown that could determine the fate of the city. In the end, of, in the, end the Ghostbusters emerge victorious and the city is saved from the clutches of the Shadow Man. Pat, Danny, and Tiffany have found a new sense of purpose in their lives and they continue to work alongside the Ghostbusters to keep the city safe from paranormal, paranormal threats. Through their shared experiences... The Ghostbusters and Pat have formed an unbreakable bond. They know that no matter what challenges they may face in the future, they'll always have each other's back, both in the world of the living and the world of the dead. All right. This is amazing. Let's try another one. Uh, can you write a version of Black Hawk Down, but with the characters from the... Silver Linings Playbook. While it's not appropriate to create a story based on real-life tragic events and use fictional characters, I can create a loosely inspired Black Hawk Down with characters from the Silver Linings Playbook. Okay, oh, that's fair, actually, yeah. I don't, uh, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that one. Actually, I don't know why I thought of that. Okay, let's, let's try to think of what is, um, can you write a version of good fellas with the characters from the Silver Linings playbook? What's well, not appropriate to create a, okay, can create one that is loosely based on it. All right, uh, this is called American Hustle. Boom, boom, and there, there we have the punchline to this 20-minute bit. No, I'm, I'm just kidding, actually. Uh, let's read this one just to see what it is. Pat Salatano is a small-time crook trying to make a name for himself in the world of organized crime. He becomes friends with Tommy DeVito, a ruthless mobster with short fuse. They climb the ranks, um, Okay. Can you write a version of the of Twilight, but with the characters from Silver Linings playbook? Sure, here's a story inspired by Twilight with characters from the Silver Linings playbook. Pat Salatano is a high school student who recently moved to the small town of Forks, Washington to live with his father after a tumultuous period in his life. He is an outsider in school and has trouble fitting in until he meets a mysterious girl named Bella Swan. Bella is quiet and reserved with an air of mystery surrounding her. She also has a reputation for being cold and distant, which only makes Pat more intrigued by her. As they spend more time together, Pat begins to notice strange things about Bella. She seems to have supernatural human strength, speed, and she always seems to be able to anticipate danger. Bella eventually reveals that she is a vampire, a member of a family of creatures who live among humans, but must hide their true nature. Pat is initially frightened by this revelation, but he also finds himself drawn to Bella and other worldly powers. However, their relationship is not without its challenges. The Cullen family, a rival clan of vampires, sees Pat as a threat to their existence and tries to attack him. Pat also struggles with his own mental health issues, which threaten to drive a wedge between him and Bella. Despite these obstacles, Pat and Bella bond only, only grow stronger. They discover their love for each other is worth fighting for, even if it means putting themselves in danger. In the end, Pat and Bella must come together to face a final showdown with the Cullens. They use their unique strength and abilities to fight off their enemies and protect their loved ones. Though they survive the battle... Pat and Bella know their lives will never be the same. They continue to face challenges and obstacles, but they also know that their love for each other will be stronger than any danger they may face. Through their experiences, Pat and Bella learn the true meaning of acceptance, courage, and love. They might be different than those around them, but they know their uniqueness. Okay, let's try this the other way. Can you write me a version of Silver Linings? playbook with the characters from Twilight. Sure. Bella Swan is a teenage girl who recently, who's recently been released from a psychiatric hospital after a difficult period in her life. She moves in with her father in New Jersey and tries to rebuild her life. One day she meets Edward Cullen, a young man who has his own struggles with mental health. Despite their initial awkwardness, Bella and Edward begin to bond over their shared experiences. Edward is dealing with his own demons, including a history of self-harm and suicidal thoughts. 
However, he's determined to get better and seek help from a therapist. Bella and Edward's relationship blossoms as they support each other through their struggles. They participate in a dance competition together, using their newfound love of dance as they cope with their mental health issues. However, their happiness is short-lived when Bella's past catches up with her. Her ex-boyfriend, James, is released from prison and begins stalking her, putting her life in danger. Bella and Edward must come together to protect themselves and those around them. With the help of their therapist and loved ones, they work through their fears and anxieties to face James and put an end to this reign of terror. In the end, Bella and Edward find solace in each other's arms. They have overcome their struggles and are able to move far forward with newfound strength and hope. Their experiences, they learn the importance of honesty, communication, and the power of love and support. They may still have challenges to face, but they know that they can get through anything as long as they have each other. All right, let's get a little more obscure with this. Can you write a story about Silver Linings Playbook, but it's about Vienna sausages well it's not appropriate um let's see sure it says here's a fun and silly story inspired by silver linings playbook but with vienna sausages charlie is a diehard fan of vienna sausages he loves their salty savory taste and enjoys snacking on them all day long however his obsession with the sausages caused him to lose his job and his girlfriend leaving him to feel feeling lost and alone. One day, Charlie meets a fellow Vienna sausage enthusiast named Tiffany. She shares his love of the little sausages and they bond over their shared passion. However, Tiffany is dealing with her own issues, including a history of binge eating and self-destructive behavior. As they spend more time together, Charlie and Tiffany begin to open up about their struggles and find comfort in each other's company. They even participated in a Vienna sausage eating competition together using their love of the sausages as a way to bond and connect. But their happiness is threatened when Charlie's ex-girlfriend comes back into the picture claiming that she wants him back. Charlie is torn between his feelings for Tiffany and his desire to get back with his ex. Tiffany, feeling hurt and rejected, decides to enter a hot dog eating competition in a nearby town. Charlie, realizing how much Tiffany means to him, rushes to the competition to support her. In the end, Tiffany wins the competition, and Charlie realizes that he loves her. They share a romantic moment together, surrounded by Vienna sausages. Though their experiences, Charlie and Tiffany learn the importance of acceptance, self-love, and finding joy in the little things. They must still have their struggles, but they know that as long as they have each other and their beloved Vienna sausages, they can get through anything. Okay, that is, that is interesting. Um, let's see, can you write a version, version of, version of the movie Jaws, but with characters from Avatar The Last Air Bender? It's thinking. Sure, here's a story inspired by Jaws, but with characters from Avatar The Last Airbender. 
The small seaside village of Kiyoshi Island is under attack by a vicious and elusive sea creature known as the Ocean Serpent. The creature has already claimed the lives of several fishermen, causing panic and chaos among the villagers. Katara, a skilled waterbender, joins forces with Sokka, her brother, and talented warrior to help the villagers take down the ocean spirit. They enlist the help of Aang, the Avatar, and Toph, a powerful earthbender, to track down the creature and stop it before it strikes again. As they venture into the ocean, the this just seems like an episode of Avatar, The Last Airbender. Okay, let's try what should be my favorite one. Uh, can you write a version of the movie Silver Linings playbook but with characters from Star Wars. Sure. Here's a story inspired by Silver Linings playbook but with characters from Star Wars. Okay. Are you guys ready? <laughs> After the destruction of the Death Star, the galaxy is in turmoil. Luke Skywalker is struggling to come to terms with the loss of his father and the realization that he has a long and difficult journey ahead of him. He's also struggling with his own mental health, haunted by the traumatic experiences he's faced in his battles against the Empire. Luke's therapist, Leia Organa, works with him to help him manage his emotions and find a path forward. She encourages him to focus on his Jedi training and use the Force to connect with his emotions in a healthy way. One day, Luke meets a young woman named Rey, who is also struggling with her own mental health. Rey is a scavenger from the desert planet of Jakku who has been traumatized by her past experiences. She's also a natural force user, but she's struggling to control her abilities. As Luke and Rey grow closer, to, they begin to heal together. They share their experiences and find comfort in each other's company. Rey helps Luke to reconnect with the force and to embrace his Jedi training, while Luke helps Rey to control her powers and to find a sense of purpose in her life. As their relationship blossoms, Luke and Rey also work to help the Rebel Alliance in their fight against the Empire. They use their Jedi powers to fight off Imperial attacks and to protect their friends and allies. In the end, Luke and Rey connect with connection and support for each other provides to be a powerful force for good. They find hope in the midst of chaos and inspire those around them to keep fighting for a better future. And while their journey may not seem easy, they know that together they can face anything that comes their way. Okay, let's uh, let's see. Can you write a version of the Silver Linings playbook, but with characters from the TV show Friends? <clears throat> sure, here's SLP with Friends. After a tough breakup with his fiancée, Ross Geller is struggling to cope. He's lost his job, his apartment, and his sense of purpose. He's also been diagnosed with depression and anxiety and is having trouble finding motivation to get his life back on track. Ross's sister, Monica, encourages him to attend therapy. This just sounds like another episode of Friends. We need, um, what, uh, can you write a version of the Silver Linings playbook but with characters from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones Silver Linings Playbook. All right, here we go. After being in prison for betraying his own family, Jamie Lannister is released back into the world. He's lost his hand, his family's love, and a sense of identity. He's also dealing with PTSD and struggling to come to terms with the trauma he's experienced. Jamie's therapist, 
Brienne of Tarth helps him work through his emotional pain and to find a way forward. She encourages him to focus on his physical health and to find new hobbies to help him cope with his stress. One day, Jamie meets a fiery, determined woman named Daenerys Targaryen, who is also struggling with her own mental health. She's been traumatized by the events of her past and is having trouble controlling her emotional behavior. As Jamie and Daenerys grow closer, they begin to heal together. They share their experiences and find comfort in each other's company. Jamie helps Daenerys to control her impulses and to find a sense of purpose, while Daenerys helps Jamie to regain his confidence and to embrace his new identity. As their relationship blossoms, Jamie and Daenerys also work together to help the people of Westeros. They use their unique skills and perspectives to fight against those who seek to harm others and to bring justice to those who have been wronged. In the end, Jamie and Daenerys' connection proves to be a powerful force for good. They find hope in the midst of darkness and inspire those around them to keep fighting for a better future. And when their journey, and while their journey may not be easy, they know that together they can face anything that comes their way. So I guess we have really deconstructed what makes the story of Silver Linings Playbook uh, what it is. Um, let's, let's try something else. Can you write a version of the movie Home Alone, but with characters, characters from the Silver Linings Playbook? This is Home Alone with SLP. After a difficult year, Pat Solitano is looking forward to spending Christmas with his family. But when he has a falling out with his father, Pat is left alone in the house while the rest of his family goes on vacation. At first, Pat is relieved to have some time to himself. But as days go on, he starts to feel lonely and isolated. That's when he realizes he's not completely alone. His neighbor, Tiffany Maxwell, is also spending Christmas by herself. Determined to make the best of the situation, Pat invites Tiffany over to keep him company. Together, they bake cookies, decorate the house, and watch Christmas movies. But their peaceful holiday is interrupted when two burglars attempt to break into the house. Pat and Tiffany must use their wits and creativity to defend their home and protect themselves from the intruders. With the help of their newfound friendship, Pat and Tiffany are able to outsmart burglars and save the day. And in the process, they discover a deeper connection. Okay, so it's, it's sort of fun. Like the first, The first two-thirds of these are kind of fun. But then it, it sort of has the same ending to all of these. Let's see. Can you write a version? The movie Die Hard. The characters from Silver Linings Playbook. Okay, this is Die Hard, but with Silver Linings Playbook. Pat Solitano is on a flight to Los Angeles to visit his estranged wife when terrorists take over the building where she works. Pat finds himself trapped inside the, with the terrorists who are led by the ruthless criminal mastermind, Tiffany Maxwell. Despite the dangers, Pat uses his quick wit and resourcefulness to evade the terrorists and to communicate with the outside world. He discovers that Tiffany is not the ruthless mastermind she appears to be, but is instead a woman who has been driven to desperation by the system. As they work together to outsmart the terrorists, Pat and Tiffany develop a grudging respect for each other. They realize that they share a similar struggle to find their place in the world uh, um, with the help of an off-duty police officer. Uh, Pat and Tiffany were able to turn the tables on, uh, but their victory comes at a cost. 
they're both injured in the process. As they're recovering the hospital, Pat and Tiffany realize that they share their experiences. Um, yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, don't, I don't know where I left you, but I know where I'm picking you up. And that is, this is uh, Twilight, but with characters from the Muppets. And I'm, I haven't read this yet, but I think this would actually just be a thing Muppets do. Twilight. Kermit the Frog moves to Forks, Washington to live with his uncle, Deadly, and attend high school. There he meets and falls in love with the beautiful and mysterious vampire Miss Piggy. Despite the dangers and warnings from his friends, Kermit becomes increasingly drawn to Miss Piggy and the world of vampires. He discovers that there is a long-standing feud between Miss Piggy and a group of werewolves, led by the volatile and unpredictable animal. As the conflict between the vampires and werewolves escalates, Kermit finds himself caught in the middle. He must choose between his love for Miss Piggy and his loyalty to his friends and family. In the end, Kermit is forced to face off against Animal in a dangerous and violent showdown, but with the help of his friends, Kermit is able to save Miss Piggy and bring an end to the feud between vampires and werewolves. As the night rises on a new day, Kermit and Miss Piggy stand together. Their love stronger than ever. They both realize that no matter how different they may seem on the surface, they are meant to be together. Okay, and I have a brand new idea what to do. Okay, um, can you write me a silver lining, linings, play, playbook story, but can't wait. Okay, let's reword this. Can you write me a version of the, the movie silver linings playbook, but with WWE wrestlers. Sure. Here is Silver Linings Playbook with WWE wrestlers. After a stint in a mental institution, former WWE champion John Cena returns home to live with his parents in Philadelphia. He's determined to win back his estranged wife and get his life back on track, but his plans are derailed when he meets Becky Lynch, a fellow wrestling fanatic with a sharp tongue and a fiery personality. Despite their initial clashes, John and Becky form an unlikely friendship based on their shared love of wrestling. They bond over old matches and dream one day of stepping into the ring themselves. But John is obsessed with winning back his wife and returning to the WWE takes a toll on his mental health. He becomes increasingly manic and unstable, and his relationship with Becky and his family suffer as a result. Things come to a head when John's wife shows up unexpectedly, and he's forced to confront her his past mistakes. With the help of his therapist, played by Mick Foley, John finally begins to come to terms with his mental health struggles and the mistakes he's made. In the end, John and Becky team up to put on a wrestling match for their friends and family. Despite the fact that it's just for fun, the match proves to be a turning point for John. He's finally able to let go of his obsession with the WWE and focus on his own healing and personal growth. As the credits roll, John and Becky walk out of the ring together, both realizing that the true victory was the friendship and support they found in each other. That is amazing. Okay, uh, I know we're sort of on a theme here. Let's uh, can you write a version of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, but with characters characters from Silver Linings Playbook? Sure. Here's Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter characters from Silver Linings Playbook. After his mother is brutally murdered by vampires, a former mental institution patient, Pat Solitano Jr., becomes obsessed with vengeance. With the help of his friend and fellow vampire hunter, Tiffany Maxwell, Pat sets out on a mission to rid their small town of the undead. As they train and hunt together, Pat and Tiffany's friendship deepens into something more, but their mission is far from over. 
They soon discover the vampires are part of a larger, more sinister plot to take over the country and enslave its citizens. With the help of a secret society of vampire hunters led by their enigmatic leader, Robert De Niro, Pat and Tiffany embark on a dangerous journey to stop the vampires and save America. Along the way, they face countless obstacles and betrayals, including some unexpected sources. Pat struggles with his anger and PTSD from his time in the mental institution while Tiffany grapples with her own personal demons. In the end, uh, guess what? Silver Linings Playbook. Everything was more important because of friendship. Okay. Um, can you write a version of the movie Silver Linings Playbook, but with characters from the Fast and the Furious? Sure. Fast and Furious characters in Silver Linings Playbook. After serving time in prison for a botched racing heist, street racer Pat Solitano is released and determined to turn his life around. He reunites with his childhood friend and fellow street racer Dom Toretto, who introduces him to his sister, the beautiful and talented street racer Mia. As Pat and Mia grow to know each other, they bond over their shared love of racing and struggle. Uh, okay. Um, let's see. Uh... Can you write an Indiana Jones movie, but with the characters from Silver Linings Playbook? Sure, here's an Indiana Jones movie with SLP characters. After being released from a mental institution, Pat Solitano, a passionate history buff and archaeologist, sets out on a quest to find a lost artifact that could change the course of history. He enlists the help of his childhood friend and street-smart bartender named Tiffany. Together, Pat and Tiffany embark on an adventure that takes them across the globe from the desert of Egypt to the jungles of... You know, this is actually kind of depressing because I'm realizing... This is what I was doing, but this is doing it a lot faster. And no less bad and with better grammar. My podcast is in danger. I, I you know, so I was making the argument that um, there didn't need to be worries from writers that AI was going to steal our jobs, but... This is kind of, uh, oh man. All right, but so now we're just going to take it more obscure because mine were all just parodies of direct things I knew. Let's, let's just drive this thing to the maximum extent of what it can do. Can you write a version of the movie Silver Linings Playbook, but the characters are bears um sure it just doesn't have a problem with any of the things after a tumultuous time in a sanctuary a grizzly named pat is released into the wild but his traumatic experiences have left him emotionally scarred and he struggles to adjust to his new life in the forest one day he meets a feisty black bear named tiffany who is dealing with her own issues Despite their initial disagreements, Pat and Tiffany form an unlikely bond and begin to help each other cope with their respective challenges. Pat shares his love for fishing with Tiffany, who teaches him how to forage for berries and navigate the forest. As they spend more time together, they start to see the positive impact they have on one another's lives. 
Their newfound friendship is put to the test when a group of hunters arrive in the forest, threatening their safety and the safety of their fellow bears. Pat and Tiffany must work together to protect their homes and loved ones using their unique strengths and abilities to outsmart the hunters and save the day. Through their adventures, Pat and Tiffany discover that while the past struggles will always be a part of them, they can choose to focus on the positive aspects of life and find joy in the present moment. They also learn that a friendship and support can help overcome even the toughest of obstacles. In the end, Pat and Tiffany return to their forest home as heroes with a renewed sense of purpose and belonging. They continue to fish and forage together, grateful for the silver linings that emerge from their shared journey. Um, oh, man. Okay. Yeah, so I guess I am going to be replaced by AI, not the not the writing writing, but the the podcast. Why why do I even need to have a podcast? This just knocks out uh all the all the fan fiction and it does it enough. Well enough. Nobody ever has to write fan fiction anymore. This this is totally capable of creating whatever you can imagine, not to the degree of specificity. Well, well, no, no, actually, that's wrong. Exactly to the degree of specificity in which you're able to articulate. So if you can write, it just writes for you. It's sort of like one of those automatic fill-in the grid paintbrushes on the old digital painting programs. But I am realizing after about the 10th one that I did, that the 13 weeks that I spent writing my book, or, or not my book, but the 13 weeks I spent of writing writing SLP fan fiction uh, a couple of years ago, um, basically could have been done in about an hour now. And at least to the equal quality, because I wasn't trying to do anything good. I wasn't trying to create anything good. Maybe I... Ne- <sighs> I don't know. Let's try something really, really philosophically challenging right now. Um, Let's ask a really, really deep meta question. Can you write me a story about story like Silver Linings Playbook the movie, but it's about a writer named Jamie who is afraid that AI is going to take his writing job. Sure. Here it goes. Jamie has always dreamed of becoming a successful writer. But as artificial intelligence becomes more advanced, he fears that his passion for writing may become obsolete. Despite his concerns, he continues to work at small publishing company churning out articles and stories with little recognition. One day, Jamie meets a quirky AI programmer named Tiffany who has her own share of personal struggles. Tiffany is fascinated by Jamie's love of writing and encourages him to pursue his dream, even in the face of competition from AI. As they spend more time together, Jamie starts to see the potential benefits of AI in the writing industry and even begins to experiment with incorporating AI tools into his work. Yeah, yeah, you would say that. 
Tiffany helps him navigate the world of AI and encourages him to think creatively about how to leverage the technology to his advantage. However, Jamie's fears are realized when his company announces that they will be replacing their writers with AI. Devastated and without a job, Jamie falls into a deep depression. But with Tiffany's help, Jamie begins to see the silver linings in his situation. He starts to write more for pleasure without the pressure of meeting deadlines or pressing a boss. He also takes on freelance writing gigs and explores new genres, finding his voice as a writer. Uh, through his experiences, Jamie learns that while changing, change can be scary, it can all present, also present opportunities for growth and adaptation. He realizes the importance of having a support. Okay. In the, in the end, Jamie finds success in a new venture, combining his love for writing with his newfound knowledge of AI technology. He continues to write for pleasure and maintains his French. Okay. Um, can you write me a story about a writer who loses his job because of AI? Sure, here's a story about a uh, writer who loses his job because of AI. John has been a writer for 15 years. He had a steady job at a publishing company, and he loved what he did. But one day, everything changed. Oh, this is the same story. Um... Yeah, this is basically the same story. Um, can you write me a story about how AI will never be a suitable replacement for human writers? Ooh, I asked it to write. Okay, I want to. I just want to say something. This whole podcast so far has been me asking AI to write different stories that, that started off as fan fiction, and I've always asked, "Can you write me a story about a writer who loses his job because of AI?" It always, every single one, it said, "Sure, here's a story," and then it would present me with what I had asked it to write. I just asked, can you write me a story about how AI will never be a suitable replacement for human writers? And it didn't say sure at all. It just started talking. Once upon a time, in a world dominated by technology, a debate raged over whether artificial intelligence could replace human creativity. There are many who believe that AI could surpass human writers in terms of efficiency and productivity. But there were also those who insisted that AI could never replicate the human imagination and the complexity of the human experience. One such person was a writer named Emily. She had been writing for a publishing company. Okay, hold on, though. I want to um, do something else really quick. Uh, we'll get back to this, but can you write me a version of The Devil Wears Prada, but with characters from Silver, Lini Silver Linings Playbook mixed with... Um, Looney Tunes. Sure. Uh, Pat is a struggling writer who takes a job as an assistant to the high-powered editor-in-chief of a fashion magazine. The editor, Bugs, is determined and difficult boss, known for his exacting standards and his tendency to throw tantrums when things don't go his way. Pat finds himself constantly on edge as he navigates the cutthroat world of fashion publishing, trying to keep up with Bugs' demands while also keeping his own dreams of becoming a successful writer alive. He finds solace in his new friend Daffy, who works in the mailroom and shares his love of literature. 
One day Bugs assigns Pat to work on a high-profile feature about a new designer, Lola Bunny, who is making waves in the fashion world. Pat is excited with, about the opportunity, but he soon realizes that Lola is just as demanding and difficult as Bugs, if not more so. As he struggles to write the article, Pat begins to question whether he's cut out for this line of work. He feels like he's lost his voice as a writer and he's churning out. So one night Pat is walking home, sees Daffy mugged by a group of thugs. Pat springs into action. That, wait, let's, let's explore a different genre. Can you write me a Saw movie, but with the characters from, characters from Silver Linings Playbook? Um, so it's not appropriate and it's too dark. Uh, hold on a second. Let's stand by, stand by for a moment. Okay, here we go. After a little bit of computer, uh, stuff, here is a Saw movie, but Silver Linings Playbook characters. Pat Solitano wakes up in a dark and dingy room, disoriented and confused. He sees his ex-wife, Nikki, tied up across the room and a TV turns on, revealing John Kramer better known as Jigsaw. Jigsaw tells Pat that he has to complete a series of tasks to save Nikki's life. Pat's first task is to confront his anger issues and defeat his own inner demons. He must face off against his father, Pat Sr., in a heated argument to prove that he has changed. If he fails, a buzzsaw will activate and get closer to Nikki. For a second task, Pat must dance with Tiffany while despite his aversion to the idea. If, if he refuses, he will be electrocuted and Nikki will suffer the consequences. In the final task, Pat must solve a puzzle to unlock Nikki's restraints. He has to put together a jigsaw puzzle with the face of everyone he loves, but the clock is ticking. If he fails, the room will fill with gas and Nikki will suffocate. After a grueling and intense series of challenges, Pat manages to save Nikki and escape the room. Jigsaw, impressed by Pat's transformation, lets them go, but not without a warning to never take their newfound love for granted. Pat and Nikki embrace, grateful to be alive and together once again, and continue to dance to the sound of life's music. Huh. Um, like, kind of, I guess. Uh, can you write me a version of Silver Linings play, Playbook if it had been written by Quentin Tarantino? You're in for a treat, my friend. Here's Silver Linings Playbook. It was written and directed by the one and only Quentin Tarantino. The film begins with a close-up of Pat Solitano, played by Brad Pitt, sitting in a dark room. He's suddenly wearing a straitjacket, and there are two orderlies standing guard outside the door. Suddenly, the door bursts open, and a man wearing a black suit and sunglasses enters the room. It's Danny Ocean. <laughs> what is... That has nothing to do with Quentin Tarantino, does it? A ruthless gangster who has connections to the hospital where Pat is being held? Danny offers Pat a deal. I'll help you escape the hospital if Pat agrees to take part in a heist. Pat reluctantly agrees, and they make their escape. As they flee through the hospital, they come across a nurse named Tiffany, Uma Thurman, who is also on the run from the law. Tiffany joins the group, and they head out into the night. The trio ends up at a bar where they meet a group of criminals who are planning a diamond heist. Pat, Danny, and Tiffany agree to help them with the heist in exchange for a cut of the profits. They spend the next few weeks planning the heist, with Tiffany and Pat getting closer and closer. On the day of the heist, everything goes wrong. The criminals turn on Pat and Tiffany, and a huge shootout breaks out. Danny is killed, and Pat is shot in the arm. Tiffany helps Pat escape, and they go into hiding. 
As they recover from their injuries, Pat and Tiffany fall in love. They decide to use their share of the heist money to start a new life together. The film ends with the two of them driving off into the sunset and the police hot on their trail. And that's my take on Silver Linings Playbook if it was directed by Quentin Tarantino. It's a wild ride, but I think it captures the spirit of Tarantino's unique style. This is, now this, I like this use of, yeah, let's do one more. Can you write a version of Silver Linings Playbook if it was written by Wes Anderson? What about Lord of the Rings, but they have cars? This story follows Pat Solitano. Wait, did I tell you what this is? This is Silver Lin- the, the Welcome to the World of Wes Anderson's Silver Linings Playbook. The story follows Pat Solitano, a former teacher who was released from a mental health institution after eight months, determined to win back his ex-wife, Nikki. He moves in with his parents, Pat Sr. and Dolores, who try to get his life back on track. Along the way, he meets Tiffany, a young woman dealing with her own mental health issues. The film is set in a meticulously designed world of pastel colors, symmetrical framing, and quirky characters. The Solitano's house is a mishmash of vintage furniture, framed butterfly specimens, and precious moment figures. Tiffany wears a range of... Ex- dialogue is... Okay, this is just describing... It's, it's, it's good. It's accurate. Okay. Can you write a version of Silver Linings Playbook but with characters from, uh, what's it called? Uh, Gilmore Girls. Um, wait, okay, we have to do some AI magic again. Can you write a version of Silver Linings playbook, but it's with characters from Gilmore Girls. Um, okay. I'm ex- so here we go. This is chat AI talking. Okay, so I'm excited to create this version of Silver Linings playbook with the characters from Gilmore Girls. And this adaptation... Lorelai Gilmore, played by Lauren Graham, takes the role of Tiffany, a recovering sex addict who befriends Pat, played by Rory Gilmore, uh, Alexis Bledel, a former teacher who was released from a mental institution after beating up her husband's lover. They bond over their shared love of coffee and quick wit, and they work together to overcome their personal struggles. They fall in love. However, things get complicated when Luke Dane, Scott Patterson, Lorelai's on and off love interest, discover their relationship and tries to sabotage it. Meanwhile, Emily Gilmore... Kelly Bishop, Lorelai's mother, disapproves of Pat and tries to... That, that's just an episode of Gilmore Girls. Can you write a version of Silver Linings playbook, but all the characters are named after items on Arby's menu? Okay. Um, all right, we are going to try this again. This is a really weird prompt. Um, can you write a version of Silver Linings Playbook, but all the characters are named after items on the Arby's menu? 
This is the best one so far. Sure, let's give it a try. In this version of Silver Linings Playbook, the characters are named after items on the Arby's menu. Our protagonist is named Roast Beef, a former teacher who is struggling with bipolar disorder after his wife left him. He is released from a mental institution and moves back in with his parents who run an Arby's restaurant. Roast Beef meets a girl named Curly Fries at a therapy session. She is struggling with her own issues, including an eating disorder and a gambling addiction. Roast Beef and Curly Fries develop a friendship as they try to help each other overcome their problems. Meanwhile, Roast Beef's father, who is named Arby, is struggling to keep the restaurant afloat. He is in debt and faces competition from a nearby fast food chain. Roast Beef decides to help his father by coming up with a new menu item, the Roast Beef and Curly Fries Sandwich, which becomes a huge hit. Roast Beef and Curly Fries continue to support each other as they work through their personal issues. They enter a dance competition together, which helps Roast Beef to reconnect with his estranged wife. In the end, Roast Beef and Curly Fries are able to overcome their obstacles and find happiness with the success of Roast Beef and Curly Fries Sandwich saving the family business. This is how commercials must be written. Uh, this, I am actually looking to, to forward to commercials in the future if, if uh, AI writes these um can you write a version of die hard but the villain is former quarterback tom brady okay it's thinking um die hard but Tom Brady is the villain. You got it. In this version of Die Hard, former NFL quarterback Tom Brady plays the uh, It just changed his name out. Okay. And it just gave me... A, okay. I, like, I, it's not wrong. It did exactly... It did exactly what I asked it to. Um, so, anyway, this has been a wild... Uh, episode you probably heard more versions of the silver linings playbook than you ever intended to um but i hope that was fun it was it was on track though we were talking about silver linings playbook we're gonna have to see how ai affects the future of this podcast not giving up yet but definitely thinking that we have to utilize this to create the podcast instead of fighting against it which is totally going against everything I said earlier in previous podcasts where I'm like, it's going to be great. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know why I'm taking a contrary tone to my own opinion. That's a, probably, I'm just trying to inject a little drama into what's otherwise a pretty boring and pointless podcast. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Tune in next week and every week as long as we keep doing this for all the latest on Silver Linings Playbook, the movie, and the Silver Linings Playbook, the book. And until next time, we will see you down the road and Excelsior. In every struggle we face, the Silver Lining to embrace. Join us as we journey through the ups and downs of Silver Linings Playbook 2. Welcome to the Silver Linings Playcast, where we discover the light in the past. Each episode, we'll share and learn the power of connection and self-return yeah